G'day punters, g'day everyone, g'day listeners, g'day you. I think I covered it with everyone. Probably didn't have to be specific with you. Probably didn't have to say anything else. I said everyone. Welcome to what we are still calling the punting monologue with two people. And it's a special edition because we're diving over to Queensland at Eagle Farm. We've also got one for Sandown, Victoria. If you haven't heard that, feel free once you've listened to this and got your winners in your backpack, dive over and have a listen to that. As always, brought to you by the good folk at Mint Sports and Mint Bet. Head on over to mintsports.com.au for all your sporting action and head on over to mintbet.com.au for all your racing, sports and analysis. Grab yourself the app so you can feel us vibrating in your pocket. That's not creepy at all. I'm joined, as always, by the man with the stats and facts, with hats on racks and dacks and slacks in stacks. He does all the homework so that you can get out of detention. Benny Clifton, how are you? Good to be here, Dr. Seuss. How are you, mate? <laughs> mate, I'm, uh, I'm all right. I think I'm all right. Better for the run. Thanks for asking. I'm very happy to be heading to Eagle Farm. So I'm not sure if you're aware, but I was a, the Queensland analyst in, at Sportsbet for 10 years, so... This was my bread and butter, so I thought, awesome. uh, given it's a pretty decent meeting up there and there's a bit of a summer carnival going on, I thought, let's go to Eagle Farm and do some form and try and find some winners. You never have to convince me to go to God's country. There's only two states to be in, Benny, Pissed and Queensland. Half your luck if you're in both, my friend. Half your luck. <laughs> let's get stuck straight into it because I'm eager to hear what your thoughts are on race one. What do we got? Let's have a look at the track first. Of course. Because there's two two main city tracks in Brisbane, in Doombin and Eagle Farm. Doombin's a real tight turning track. You need to be sort of up on the speed uh, and an inside barrier. But Eagle Farm's a lot fairer, a lot longer straight, and so it can win from anywhere. But rails out one metre, it's a good four. The weather's going to be good. Of course it is. As I mentioned on the Sandown podcast. Queensland, mate. No excuse. Yeah, of course the weather's 28 and clear skies on a bad day. So I think you can bet with confidence here. And uh, as I said on the Sandown one, uh, no excuses for the punters. I am brimming with confidence, mate. It's Queensland. It's Benny Clifton. We're laughing. So race one, we're going to dive into it over 1,300 metres. 15 horses in this race. How do these callers do it? Honestly, I mentioned it in the Sandown pod. I still don't know. I have to write my name on the back of my undies just to remember what it is. These guys are calling things. The last few episodes, I've left race one alone, but I'm getting involved here. Yes! Getting involved with a half-brother to one of the, my absolute favourite horses in Incentivise. I'm going with Argyle Lane. It's a horse who was coming off a win last start at Toowoomba where it absolutely busted the clock uh, really well back $1.85 into $1.55. I think they've got an opportunity to push forward from the middle gate and there's not heaps of tempo in the race. I think the driver and Charlie's case will push forward, but Argo Lane can either go to the lead or just sit in behind him. I just think the way this race is going to be run, it's going to get a perfect run regardless. So I'm with it. It's got a touch of quality. This is a zero Metro win race, so it lacks a little bit of depth, even though it's a big 15-horse field. I think Argo Lane, currently a $3.20 mark, I think he's a bet at that price. Outside of that, probably the biggest danger is the driver, but I'm all about Argo Lane in the first, Sunny. Now, how much of this would be down to the the fact that it is a, a blood relative, a half-brother of Incentivise? Uh, or is that too, is that simplifying it a bit too much? Probably simplifying it a bit too much. It's probably got more of a chance. It's not like me, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's completely different horses. Incentivise was sort of a middle-distance stayer. 
um, ran second in the Melbourne Cup, won the Caulfield Cup. So, yeah, they're different horses, but uh, I think this horse has got its share of talent as well. Okie dokie, fair enough. So we already get a winner after race one. We've got the three-year-olds in race two. Yeah, and this is a nice little race. Uh, the favourite is Ladder Keo, who's a sort of boom horse for Tony Gold. It's $2.20 at the moment. Then we go out to Boom Court, seven fifty, West of Africa, seven fifty, And Soothsayer, about the $8.50 mark. This is a race I'm getting involved in. I'll, I'll talk you through why. The favourite, how, how do you pronounce this? La, la, Latakia? Have you got it in front of you? Oh, mate, what do you think? <laughs> L-A-T-A-K-I-A. How do you pronounce that? Latakia? What do you reckon? Latakia. We'll go with Latakia. I should have listened to his call from his last one. I was always told in my English lit days, you never put the hard emphasis on a second vowel. So it wouldn't be Latakia. It would be Latakia, if that makes any sense. Okay. Yeah, a bit of Portuguese coming out near there. Mate, I don't know English, so I might as well go the pork and cheese. All right, so let's, the speed map is vital to this race because I think I've got Hattusa going forward, I've got Soothsayer going forward, I've got Latakia going forward, and, hey. and Boom Court going forward. So, Latakia, how are we doing with Latakia, Latakia? Mate, you say potato, I say potato, yeah. as long as it, it... Are you tipping it? We need to know what it is if you're tipping it. I'm not tipping it. I'm completely against it. Ah, then stuff it. Call it whatever you want. Lay it. Lay Takia. That's what we're going with. We're going to lay Takia. On debut, got a soft lead around Doombin, which, as I mentioned, is on pace course. Soft lead, sprinted home. Very impressive, no doubt, but completely different scenario. Goes up to 1,400 metres. A lot more tempo in the race. Won't get a soft lead. So at the current quote of $2.25, there's absolutely no way I could get involved there. No. And given that... It's so short in the market, taking up so much percentage. I had to find a better round it, and I landed on West of Africa. Nice. Really nice win at Warwick Farm last start. Drawn barrier 10, but I expect they'll go back from that barrier 10 with the tempo on up front. It'll give a chance for a horse like this to run over the top. It did start $9 in a really good race behind political debate and sharp and smart at Eagle Farm back in June. So I think it's got a little bit of quality about this horse and I do, and I think at the current price of $7.50, it's the horse I want to be with. It's also a lot easier to pronounce, which is handy. Yeah, exactly, it's a normal word. West of Africa. It's a good thing they didn't go with Buddy Mauritania or Burkina Faso, if you know your African geography. Let's dive into race three, the feeling ready stakes. Are you feeling ready? Chia, right. Two-year-old Colts here, mate. What do we got? Yeah, so the, I'm going against... Everything I've ever learned about being a punter. And You're speaking my language. <laughs> that is, I'm, get, I'm getting involved in a race with first starters. And because it was a small field, I'm like, all right, I'll do the form on this race. Normally a race like this, four first starters, three of them out of race, I'll, I'll just skip over it. But I had a look at the race brigade first of all, risky investment. It won at Eagle Farm and debut, but that race went absolutely putrid. Number two, Talk IT, hasn't done any ratings. Sefrado is probably the most talented of the, of the race brigade, but... I still think it has its limitations. Was well held last start, so I went to the favourite here, God, the uh, Godfather. Oh, fantastic! I'm on board with that. <laughs> I like that a lot. So two trial, two great trials in Sydney. Perry and Paul Snowden train it. They don't normally trial their horses. Um, they just sort of hide the horses at the back of the trial. But this was right up there, running right through the line. It's a dollar eighty-five at the moment. The market doesn't generally trend towards these first starters, but they couldn't possibly back anything else. I think a dollar eighty-five is value about this uh, Godfather, and I'm getting involved. I think it'll be awfully hard to beat. 
it is up in Queensland because it's getting ready for the Magic Millions in a few weeks. They wouldn't be taken out there for no reason. So the Godfather for me. Oh, the Godfather sounds like a lock. You've made us an offer we can't refuse. I've had as much as I could possibly have on it, and it is goes against everything that I've, I've been taught. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, it sounds like the rest of the field will be sleeping with the fishes. My tip, Benny, never tell anyone outside the family what you're thinking. Or you'll wake up with a horse's head in your bed. I knew you'd have something ready to go. Mate, it's the godfather. I could go all day. Just when you think he's drawn out wide, they pull him back in. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Let's keep moving. Race four, mate. We've got the two-year-old fillies over a 1,000. This little scamper. What do we like? This is a race I'm not getting involved in. We'll talk about it a little bit because there's two nice horses. They're both from the same camp. Empress of Wonder is the favourite at $2.60. Ran really well down the straight, but got a long way back you know, in that race. I expected to... Uh, no, I'll be interested to see what they do from Barrier 12 because it does have a little bit more speed than it showed on debut. So whether they decide to push forward from that Barrier 12 or take it right out the back and just give it a nice run in preparation for the Magic Millions in a few weeks. Uh, and I think the market will tell you by the time the race comes, if this Empress of Wonder is drifting out the gate, I think you'll find that it's going back from that wide gate. And the other horse in the market is a stable mount, XL Dior, currently $3.80. They opened it at about the $4.80 mark. So a bit of money for this, trialled up well, likely to go forward from that wide gate. So you know that the market does trend towards those horses are going to be up on speed. So I think the thing about this race is watch the market on Empress of Wonder. If it is rock solid, I expect them to push forward from that wide gate. If it's completely out the gate, I expect them to go back from that wide gate because it's going to face a tough task if it goes back to last over the 1,000 metres. Fantastic analysis, as always. I noticed must be the money there. Bit of Nelly action. Where's Nelly now, do you reckon? Oh, he's gone missing, hasn't he? <laughs> hasn't he just? He's probably incarcerated. I should watch what I say. He might be out spruiking Band-Aids somewhere. <laughs> it was a real moment Nelly had. Real moment. Maybe the cat healed and he, he was... <laughs> <laughs> It was Lost all it. his powers. It's yeah. like Samson's hair. Oh, no, I got rid of the band-aid. Can't sing about how I'm rich anymore. We're stepping up in a bit of distance now, mate. We're going towards 1,600 metres in race five. What do you like the look of? Yeah, the benchmark 80 here. Let's just start with the map because I think this is important. The, the logical leader looks like hostage of war. He'll, he'll roll to the front. I think Fleetwood Macker will push forward. But importantly, I think the favourite Logan Street line will be just in behind and getting probably the cosiest run possible, and that's the reason I'm tipping it. It just didn't work out for it last start. It sort of, the temp, they went a little bit slow. It got sort of strung up, probably in the worst part of the track. It just didn't suit at last start. I expect them to go a little bit quicker, up to 1,600 metres suits. Jimmy Orman takes over. He's one of the leading jockeys in Queensland. Uh, I think it'll be hard to beat. Current price about $3.70, $3.80 at... As we stand, there's no real push for it in the market. Just wait closer to the race. As the market percentages come down, you might get a better price because I'm willing to back this, but if you have a look at some of the other dangers in the market, Indian Dreamer, it's going to be at the back. Too much class, it's going to be at the back. Irish Playboy might get a, might get a decent run, but I just don't like the, ra- the race that's coming out of at the Gold Coast. I reckon that was a weak race. I think um, Logan Street Line's coming out of a much stronger race. So I'm with Logan Street Line here, given it's trained by Walla, ridden by Jimmy Orman, going to get a nice run out of the strongest rate form line. Ticks all the boxes, I'm with you. I like it. Get the green pen out, start ticking boxes. As someone who grew up in Brisbane, I know people from Logan, and if they're not looking like winning it on merit, they'll just steal it. So I would be on board <laughs> this one just quietly. Apologies to all the people in Logan, because... 
no doubt they could all beat the living pus out of me. Race six, the Just Now Stakes. What's Just going to win? Yeah, so this is for the mares. This is a listed race for the mares, so reasonably strong. I don't know what's going to win. I'm not tipping anything here. I was looking at Warren Diva, who's the current favourite, $2.40. Salatine, $5.50. Better get set at $6. I just thought the price about Warren Diva was a little tight. She will get a nice run. She's carrying the, the top weight, which probably isn't ideal for her. She's going to be in the finish, but it's just whether something can finish over the top of her. And you know, At $2.40, you're probably going to have too much on her. Uh, I just think that... The price is a little bit skinny. Of the rest, Salatine coming out of the same form line as Juan Diva, but I just worry about where it's going to get from Barrier 9. Do they be positive? But And is it better on a wet track? So a few queries on Salatine. I, I thought, oh, let's go looking for the horse on the up. The horse on the up is better get set, but then I had a look at its form. It started $6 in a Class 6 last start. I don't think that form is strong enough for this race. So too many queries for me, Sonny. I just think, you know, this is one. We've had a few bets earlier in the car. This is one to sit out and... Just hold our fire for later in the car, but I think we've got a couple of good bets. Put the kettle on, dive over and have a look at Sandown, because about this time of day, we're getting winners left, right and centre anyway. I've got a little affinity with Gunmetal Girl, just because I'm going to be, like I mentioned on the Sandown pod, at a music festival, and around this time, I think I'm going to have similar gear changes. I've got the bandages on my left foot, I've got the visors, because I'm a sun-smart Queenslander, and the winkers are off. I am locked in, staring full ahead, and somewhat cockeyed. The only time I went to Meredith, I got shocking hay fever and couldn't open my eyes for the last day. Yeah, I told the boss that on Monday morning as well. Yeah, hay fever. <laughs> you know you're getting old when on the shopping list you look down and it's got like Gaviscon, hay fever tablets. So I, this list was very different 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Remember snacks. Okay, mate. Calm down, you rock and roller. <laughs> water, water. Oh, it's stay key. hydrated. Jeez, good thing. Hang on, let me write that down. Antihistamines and water, they're the key to Meredith. <laughs> I'm so old. I'm too old for this shit. When would you retire from Meredith, just going back to Meredith? Like, how old would you have to be to go, no, I'm too old for this? How many tears in a bottle of gin, mate? I mean, I, I don't think I'd ever really retire from Meredith because Meredith and Golden Plains, it's one stage, there's no dickheads, you can take your own cans in, it's always relatively good crew that go there, so... Mate, I'll, I'll, it's a bit like cricket. I'll play until I physically can't handle it anymore. That said, I think I've actually broken my left foot. So maybe it's out the window. I'll just keep going, mate. You've always got such good footwear on there. How could you possibly <laughs> Just as a sidebar, I did. I was playing cricket on Sunday and I copped one full-blooded into my ankle, uh, just below the ankle. And I was barefoot, obviously. And I got a message from friend of the pod, Taco. And I was saying, oh, mate, I think I should have strapped it. I should have done this. I should have done this. And he just sent one back saying, shoes, dickhead. <laughs> Probably a good point mm. Alright, Bribey Island The Bribey Handicap What are we looking at? There's not as much speed in this as you would think over a thousand metres I had Le Palmier going to the lead I had Archer's Paradox pushing forward Rubiculous as well going forward I don't think they'll go Helter Skelter I couldn't find a bet in the race I was having a look at shooting for gold And I thought this is the most talented horse in the race But is it a genuine thousand metre horse? Is it, It's going to be back on the inside It's not exactly where you want to be it wouldn't surprise me if it won, but I don't want to get involved at the $3 mark at the moment. Jay Swee Bell is the logical second favourite, but I think it's going to get back in the field. I was looking at La Palmier and I'm thinking, all right, it's going to go to the front, gets a nice map, but I just think the class is going to test it, and I just don't think it's up to this class if a couple of these horses shorter in the market find their best. So I zigged and zagged, and I ended up with zero, so... Uh, this is another race I'm sitting out but it is a good quality race and I think these horses are going to race through the summer so 
keep an eye on uh, a particularly a horse like Shooting for Gold, who uh, I expect to be there in, on the Gold Coast on Magic Moon's Day. So get the black book out, take some notes, and just relax. Okay, good to know. And get yourselves to Bribie, guys. I know it's the Bribie handicap, but it's, uh, it's a gorgeous part of the world. Queensland, mate. Not just rum rednecks and wearing hats inside, although we definitely are that too. Race eight, quarter of a mil, the 250k race over 1,400 for four-year-olds. What are we looking at here, Mr. Clifton? Yeah, so this is the feature of the day. This is a good betting race. I think there's plenty of value to be found at the longer prices. Antino's a favourite at $3.70, but there's all already holes appearing in that price. There's a couple of the, the bookmakers in the market are pushing it out, so I expect it to drift. Mimi Lagarde at the $4 mark, Arente at $7.00. Extremist at eight dollars fifty and Canadian dancer at nine dollars. I'll mention Lock Eagle at twelve dollars because we'll get to that shortly. But I'll start with the favourite Antino. This is a it's a really nice horse, no doubt. Unbeaten horse from the Tony Golan camp. Tony Golan's the leading trainer in Queensland for your information, Sonny. Ah, good to know. Yep. No, I was gonna ask. <laughs> Been really well backed at its past two runs, uh, but that was in much lesser grade than this. It's just sat on speed on really slow tempos and sprinted home. Just didn't have the pressure of a race like uh, it'll get on Saturday uh, in the gateway. So I just reckon I'm I'm against this horse too far up in grade. Not going to get sort of the tempo that it's had the last two runs. So I'm against it at that price. So I've got to go looking at the longer prices. Where can I find the value? Canadian Dance is the main bet I want to have here. This is a really nice mare now. She just got strung up last start, 1,200 metres at Gold Coast, not really her go. She got held up, had to go back to the inside, which is not where you want to be at the Gold Coast. I love that she's drawn barrier nine. That gives her the chance to get to the middle of the track at Eagle Farm, come down the middle. I think the tempo will suit her up to 1,400 metres. So I think they've hit this race at the right time of her campaign. She's a real talent. So $9, back her each way. I think you'll get a really good run for your money. And the other horse I want to back is Lock Eagle. It's been running around in probably better races than this up in, down in Sydney for those up in Queensland. But the race that really piques my interest for this is it ran third at Eagle Farm uh, before a break behind Kiss Sum and Battleton. That race rated really well. Gets back to Eagle Farm for the first time. It's currently the $12 mark. Blinkers go back on. I think it'll run a really nice race in that double figure on, so uh, I'll be backing it each way as well. So Lock Eagle and Canadian Dancer for me, I'm completely against the favourite Antino. I love that, mate. A bit of value late on in the day. I really like that. My Oman bet's in this one. I've got Ashgrove in the Oman bet. Ashgrove was the adjoining suburb that I lived in as a youngster. It was the school I went to, and I had a fair bit of luck at that school, considering it was a... Catholic school with priests and brothers. I came out unscathed, so uh, <laughs> you don't often want to be in front in those situations. <laughs> We're not on that. We're on Lock Eagle and Canadian Dancer, which I suppose is better than being on the Spanish Dancer. But moving on, it's the last here, the last chance saloon, race nine over 1,200. Oh, let me guess, mate. You're steering clear? We're steering clear. You love an early mark. You love it. Have a look at the market. Oh, I don't have to, mate. You know what I look at? I look at your Melbourne Demons membership and I think this bloke's leaving early. They're down by 10 goals for sure. I'm hoping by this case we're actually just counting our cash in out the door. We're not leaving early because you're down by 15 goals. No, that's right. You don't want to be chasing into the last race. So, no, I just, a market this flat, it's $4.40 the field. Yeah. Uh, there's no sort of horse sticking out to me. So, uh, I'm willing to let this one go. Um, I think we've found enough winners early in the car to uh, keep us happy. 
I've got a theory that if there was a 10th race, you would have done the form on this and picked me a winner. I've just got a feeling that you've got a mental block on the last. You'll never know. You'll never know. <laughs> I don't know, mate. There might be some streakers. I know Eagle Farm. There might be some streakers we can punt on after the ninth. You never know. You'll never All know. All right. Well, that's the card in Eagle Farm, and it sounds like we've got a fair bit on the cards indeed for ourselves there, which is terrific. Let's just highlight your main bets if we could, mate. Can we go through and you can give us your best again? Yeah, we may as well go from top to bottom. Race one, Argyle Lane. Race two, West of Africa. I think that's that alternate form line is the form line to be with. Race three, Godfather. And I've mentioned it. I don't normally bet into these races. I wouldn't recommend doing this regularly, but I think amongst the race horses, they're no good. I'm going with the first start of Godfather. I think it'll be awfully hard to beat. Logan Street Line in race five. Then race eight, we go Lock Eagle and Canadian Dancer. I think they're both over the odds, given that the favourite... I think he's under the odds. So if I had to label the best bet, I'll go Godfather. First starter, unbelievable. Sounds like you're already in the queue, mate. It gives me shivers that I'm tipping a first starter of the best bet, but I think uh, it just goes to show how slow its opposition are. Nerves are good. They show you care, as I tell my under-12 cricket team. Yet to get a win. So... Just to quickly redo the entire card, we're going with Incentivizer's half-brother Argyle Lane in the first. We're sticking with West of Africa because we can pronounce it in the second. We're putting in the cotton wool and the gob and getting Brando's godfather to make sure that's our bet of the day in race three. Race four, we're watching the market for the Empress, but we're not really going to touch it. Race five, they're all out the back except for Logan Street Lion, which is going to fly through and win us. We're shouldering arms in six and seven, but seven, we're keeping an eye out for some future potential. Race eight, Barrier Nine's going to help the Canadian Dancer, and at nines, you should go each way. I have another bit on Lock Eagle as well. Race nine, shock horror, we're leaving early. Well done, Sonny. See you next week. Bang! Good luck, punters. I cannot wait. A massive thanks, as always, to the good folk at Mint Sports and Mint Bed. And if you're having a punt out there, punters, do it within your means, set yourself a limit, and stay mint. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you, or you'll hear us, next week.